0: Hello and welcome to Alternative Eye, the series that features students and staff from NUI Galway, reflecting on why difference is not always what we think it is.
1: was a, a moment that changed in a second, as in life changed in a second for me. Something as, as as basic as access can stop so many people from doing so much.
0: This episode, Freedom.
1: Hi, my name is Yvonne Fahy. I'm Originally from Galway, and I'm studying the MA in Public Advocacy and Activism. I'm really enjoying it. I spent most of COVID like everybody else, trying to finish off modules, start modules, get to know people. As scary as it was, people really felt that there was something to get up to do. You tend to have this closeness with your colleagues in in a sense that everyone is in the same situation. You're looking at people's walls. You're looking at people's houses. It's it's funny. But yeah, that's me in a nutshell. I had a car accident in the year two thousand at the age of twenty four. So yeah, it was obviously a very life changing experience for me. So what happened was I crushed my C five spinal cord, um and I ended up having to go to the rehab in Dunleary. Spent thirteen months there and Throughout that whole process, was told that I was going to be paralyzed from the neck down. So yeah, it was a huge life-changing experience for me. Yeah, you you start to reevaluate things. So it's twenty-two years now since I uh, acquired my disability. I had actually um, been living in America for a couple of years. In Boston, I moved home because my dad had bought a small little shop. I lived down in um, a little place called Cashel Cross. It was just outside Glenamaddy, So it was a little bit of a difference from the right lights of Boston to, yeah, a small little country place. But um, as time went on, I got to know, you know, a lot of the community and they were a fabulous community. I was actually, I I met someone there and we got engaged um, I was actually due to get married the year I had the car accident we'll say um, and I was actually um, yeah we were building a house as well so it was a little bit of a, a different plan there none of us had ever experienced disability when I had to first um, go to the rehab I had to wear um, a traction on my head, which was attached to a 21-pound ball of water <laughs> that was literally, it was like literally screwed into your skull. So you rely, I would to lie for three months while, you know, just basically waiting what their plan was just for the spine to actually heal itself naturally. However, that didn't work out, so I, I ended up having to go for an operation my my fiance at the time he i think at that stage thought that after they took the traction off me that I was going to get up and walk and in a way i I kind of thought there'd be a slight improvement myself, however, it didn't work out like that so um as the house was getting built, he didn't seem to be taking into account my disability and uh, I think for me deep down, I actually realized that he wasn't going to accept my disability when i seen his face when they were trying to train him how to use the hoist and you know, obviously when you know someone you you know something is not right so at that moment i thought okay the, this guy is has checked out so what i ended up doing was going into galway and living independently and it was actually one of the best things I ever did, and from there, I ended up getting my service from the Irish wheelchair association and They provide personal assistance that provide you know me with twenty four hour care and yeah, that allows me to live independently and go about my daily life basically they're my arms and legs. <laughs> Okay, so the first time I went back to college was actually 2002 um, and I ended up doing the Access course, but it didn't work out for me because, well, I suppose at that stage I still didn't have a, li- a lot of confidence in myself. So, um, yeah, I didn't. I pulled out at that time, but then I decided to go back and give it another shot in 2013. And yeah, I've been there since. <laughs> Can I get rid of me? I did the Bachelor of Arts in Sociology, Politics, and Philosophy, and now at the moment studying an m a in public Advocacy and activism. There would be a lot of incidents that have happened throughout the years um so for example people some people would look at you a lot, especially my hands because you know, it, well, they look different because because of the spinal injury there, my fingers are kind of curled into themselves now. So, you know, I mean, I suppose people are just curious as well. For example, if you go into a shop, they will speak to the person that I'm with. Even though they see that the person is going into your bag, taking the credit card out of your bag, they'll still turn around and serve that person. So there would be a lot of... um. Situations where you just feel really ignored, um, or they might just sort of, oh, you know, just treat you like a child. Um, Or, yeah, just sometimes you feel like you don't exist in the world. The college provides a PA service, um, and they would be no takers, so they've been very supportive in that. However, there was one day. I had an exam in, say, my psychology exam in first year. Um, And there is um, an outdoor lift that's just down outside one of the buildings near the concourse. So at the time, I had to go in, and you also need assistance when it comes to that lift because it requires someone to come in and keep their hand on the button. As we were going up, the lift got stuck. You'd be talking maybe almost two foot off the ground, it just stopped and it wouldn't work. I was about a half an hour early for my exam and it was a multiple choice and it was 120 questions in 120 minutes. To say I was stressed out was an understatement. And then when this actually happened, oh, it was just devastating for me because, you know, I didn't know what to do. Um, so we did try to request help and we did have someone on their way. However, it was taking a little bit of time and as time was moving forward, I just felt, okay, I'll just give it a shot and try and drive out, which I did. But the unfortunate thing was I I ended up damaging my wheelchair. When I went in for my exam, I was very, you know, a little bit all over the place, you know. So the first, say, 20 minutes, I was just not myself. So yeah, well, I passed anyway, thank God. There's the obvious thing with doors, you know, it depends on the width of them. Sometimes, for example, there might be a double door where you'll need someone to hold it. Now, you know, the door might be a very, obviously there'll be fire doors, so they'll be quite heavy. So you'll need someone to hold them, but it's extremely tricky for them because they're trying to hold open two doors and I'm trying to get in to hold one for them to be able to hold the other. And then there might be another two doors on not too far away. So you have to get them to do that as well. Parking is a nightmare. You know, if you're trying to rush for a lecture, that's the worst because it seems everyone is parked there. Now there would be a few people that wouldn't be too aware of, let's just say they wouldn't actually realise that a person in a wheelchair goes to college. (laughs) Um, And I'm not trying to blame like younger people because it's older people as well. Uh, that you'll see, they'll be pulled in, they'll just open their car door and hop out. Now, I mean, saying all that, I mean, all disabilities are not necessarily visual, you know. I mean, there there are instances where you know for sure they are definitely okay. So they'll have pulled in and, you know, you're having to be circle around. Sorry, circling around the area. You've wasted about 10 minutes. Then you have to go in, get the lift up to your lecture, shoot across, and by the time you get into the lecture hall you enter the bottom part where everyone is looking at you. You're embarrassed, you know, you're kind of feeling like you're like sorry, like you're always late. I don't like that. I like to look like I'm serious about my my job. You're trying to prove yourself. You feel like you always have to prove yourself. And I felt that when I first came to college, when I, well, when I started the access course, for example, I always kind of, at the beginning, I felt like I really had to overcompensate with presentations or, you know, different things. Now, saying that the access course um, was one of the best things I ever did, it's actually a great course, you know, because there's people from all walks of life. And you really, we really got to know each other and we're still, there's a lot of people I'm still friends with from that course. You really get a taster of what college life is like. And it gave me, uh, as a person belief and belief in myself that I could do it. But otherwise, you know, th- there are times when you just kind of, uh, would be going around, um, I suppose always it's, a, it can be exhausting. I I became a member of Access for All um a, f- a good few years ago. So Access for All is um, a group of people with disabilities. We're 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 there just as a group just to come up with ideas, um, make you know suggestions to Galway City Council. There's everybody in there that are all like-minded. We all just want to make changes for the better. For us, it's it's all about universal design for us. It's not about change and everything. Just to suit us, it's to change, make changes to suit everybody. You have to think about people with visual impairments. You have to think of, um, you know, people, for example, in wheelchairs. That's a big one. Older people, younger people, uh, parents with, you know, push chairs. If it's a thing that they started at the beginning, even when they're doing new buildings, for example. Um, maybe invite more members with disabilities in because we can tell them exactly what it is that they need by putting in a disabled toilet with just a handbar. That's not at all what we need. We need space, you know we need a way of opening the door on our own and basic things like that something as 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 basic as access can stop so many people from doing so much. Now another is the obvious, which is the outdoor dining. You know, when you're coming up towards people, they see you. You see, I think it's not even about like, it's, it's, well, it's, it's inconvenient for a person to have to get up in the middle of their lunch or whatever it may be. But I think they, they probably think that you can just get off the path and just sort of dodge them in that way without realizing because of the fact that there's a step there you can't. You could fall out of your wheelchair. Uh, you could damage your wheelchair. You could get run down. Uh, crowds in general. Uh, a lot of people, yeah, they have places to go and they might be rushing places. But so, you know, there, there's days when I am as well. You know, you have to get your coffee in before a lecture. Stuff like that. I'd never planned on doing an MA at all. Um, for me, I it was all about just getting through the access course, but <laughs> obviously when I got through the degree, um, I kind of thought, okay, you know, I think I could do this. My plan is to apply for work. There's many jobs out there that are looking, and particularly now in these times, and I've I've noticed, uh since COVID, even a little bit before that, that people are looking for uh, um advocates now. You know, um, people want to make changes as well. Companies, um, people want to provide more for people in in the sense of services. So my dream is to work um, because, well, because of the wage pack. (laughs) There's more concerts coming on board. There's, you know, a holiday I've got my eye on. And yeah, I mean, it just makes you feel like you are worth it as well. I love the culture in Galway. I just love, we have a great community, Clada. I love the fact that we are so near the ocean because it's such a sense of freedom. Galway Galway to me is all about freedom because you, like I said, you have the ocean, but you have the culture where you can just, you know, melt into it, forget about everything. The month of July in Galway is holiday season. Yeah, I just love the fact that it draws so many different people from all over the world. My, my, I, I kind of feel, some. sometimes I feel a little bit embarrassed saying I like Justin Timberlake, but I actually do. So with Justin Timberlake, I like his song um, Can't Stop the Feeling. I miss not being able to dance, but the video for that song is a great video because there's so many different people dancing, enjoying themselves, proving that you don't have to be, you know, the perfect Instagram model to be just dancing around in a music video. You can be anyone you want. And just the, the lyrics, like, can't stop the feeling. You can't. It doesn't matter if you're paralysed from your neck down or that you can't see uh, when it comes to music, because you'll still experience the same emotions as you would from, you know, well, for me, before I had my accident, I think I feel music better.
0: Alternative Eye was devised and produced by Orla Higgins. The series has been supported financially by the Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Budget of the College of Arts, Social Sciences and Celtic Studies, NUI Galway. Recorded at Flirt FM Studios, NUI Galway, with thanks to Paula Healy, Heather Hinchin-Quinn and Cormac Corcoran. Special thanks to NUI Galway Student Success Manager, Jane Ennis, and to all the contributors. The music featured in this episode is Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake.